Good morning, podcast. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, and today we're talking about everything I know about cast iron. Now, in my kitchen, I currently have three different sized and shaped cast iron pans, along with a cast iron bread pan, not to mention all my enamel cast iron, and these get used more than any other pans I own. Now, why am I telling you this? Am I just bragging about my sweet cast iron collection? Yeah, kind of. But more importantly, it's because I want you to understand before we get too deep into this, the value of a well-maintained cast iron pan. Now, some families have cast iron pans that have been passed on for generations. Each new custodian of the family pan is responsible for maintaining it for their children and their children's children. Now, this seems kind of crazy, right? It's just a pan. You can go buy one for under $50. So why does it matter so much? Well, I think the question is, what's so great about cast iron anyway? When treated well and properly maintained, a good cast iron pan will last you the rest of your life and pretty much until the end of time. Once properly seasoned, they are non-stick without the addition of harmful chemicals. This makes them safe and very easy to clean. Cast iron also holds heat very well. Once it gets hot, you can turn your burner down a bit, conserving energy. Not only that, but the pans can withstand tremendous heat. They can be used on the stovetop, in the oven, or even over an open fire. You can bake in them, use them for deep frying, sautéing, cooking eggs, really whatever you want. They even make great pizza, and you can get a really terrific sear on a steak and then just put the whole pan in the oven to finish it. So what are the drawbacks to cast iron? Well, one of the biggest complaints about cast iron is that it's heavy. It is. There's no getting around that. Another major complaint is that it takes too much effort to maintain, and one final complaint is that food sticks. Say, cast iron is heavy. That's true, but the other two complaints aren't entirely accurate. Difficult to maintain. So the thing about cast iron is that you have to think of it as a living thing. What I mean by that is it's not going to do well if you never use it or if you don't pay attention to it. The more you use the pan, the better it will be. Now, every time you cook in your pan, you're using oil and fats are coming out of the food. Those oil and fats work their way into the iron, which is porous, and work to season it. So every time you use the pan, it's getting seasoned. The truth is this, cast iron can be kind of a pain in the ass when you first get it. Even quote-unquote pre-seasoned pans need to be seasoned multiple times before they really hit their stride. However, once they are fully seasoned and they are getting regular use, they take no effort or time to maintain at all. Think about a puppy. When you first get a puppy, it's kind of crazy. It poops and pees on the floors, it's chewing everything up, and has way more energy than you can contend with. It kind of sucks. But after a little while, while the puppy calms down, it learns to do its business outside and its energy levels uh, level out, then it's awesome. You have a fully grown dog that loves you and that you love. The new cast iron, think of new cast iron in the same way as you think of a new puppy. It's going to suck for a bit, but after a while, you can't imagine your life without it. Cleaning. Another issue people tend to have with cast iron is the question of how to clean it. Now, depending on who you ask, you may end up with a thousand different contradictory rules. It'll make your head spin. The main thing to remember is that oil in the iron from seasoning and cooking are what make the pan non-stick. Dish soap is specifically designed to cut through grease um, and fat or oil. So you definitely don't want to use dish soap in your cast iron. However, brand new cast iron pans should be washed in hot soapy water prior to seasoning. How I clean my pans. So generally, a little hot water rinse and a wipeout with a towel is all I need to clean my pans. Because they get so much use, very little sticks to them, so a quick wipe is all they need. On the rare occasion that something does stick to my pans, I use salt to clean it. I take coarse salt and pour it in my pan, like two to three tablespoons of it, then a few drops of oil. 
using a cloth and the salt as an abrasive, I scrub the pan. It doesn't take long. Then I just rinse it out. Alternatively, those yellow and green scrubbies generally work pretty well as long as they don't come pre-soaked. Now there are specialized cast iron cleaning items you can get like chainmail, which is said to be great for cleaning cast iron. However, I've never used it and can't recommend it, but you can find it on Amazon. Soaking pans. Now, sometimes, especially if you're baking a casserole in your pan, something may stick to the sides. In this case, I recommend soaking the pan. And I know some people's eyes just bulged out of their head when I said that, but calm down, I'll explain. I never submerge my pans in water. I just don't. The bottoms of the pans don't get as much seasoning as the cooking surface and so are susceptible to rust. You want to keep them as dry as possible. However, the cooking surface of a well-maintained cast iron pan will be able to maintain a soak. The water isn't going to ruin the seasoning. It will, however, soften any stuck-on food bits. Now, to soak a cast iron pan, just fill it with water and set it aside until the food is softened. Then clean as you normally would. And I know, I know that there are people out there who, who swear they'll never put water in their pan, and they never do, but sometimes you just have to. I'm sorry, but it's true. Drying. Now, iron is very prone to rust. If any moisture is left on the pan for an extended period of time, it will rust. So after washing, it's very important to dry the pan thoroughly. And I know like you can soak it for a little while, but it's, it's really like little drops of water that tend to make things rust more than actually being covered in water. Now, generally, I will dry the pan with a towel and then heat the pan on the stove just until I am sure there's no moisture left in it. It doesn't take long or much effort, but drying cast iron is very very important. Oiling. Now once the pan is clean and dry it needs to be oiled. This is as easy as pouring a teaspoon or two of cooking oil into the pan and wiping around uh, inside and out with a paper towel. Now your pan is ready for use next. For your next use, excuse me. Seasoning cast iron. So seasoning cast iron can seem like this hassle that you have to do regularly and it's almost like this mythical thing but really do it a few times when you first get your pan and you should rarely if ever have to do it again. So how do you season a cast iron pan? Well, I just want to say right off the bat that this is not a complicated process. It does take time, but it's passive. You don't have to do anything. Now to season a cast iron pan, simply rub it inside and out, top and bottom, with lard or shortening. Place it upside down in your oven with a baking sheet underneath to collect the oil and bake on 350 degrees for about an hour. Shut off the oven and leave the pan in the oven to cool completely. It's best just to leave it in the oven overnight. When the pan comes out of the oven, it'll likely be a bit sticky. This is normal. Give it a rinse under hot water, dry it, and oil it, and it should be good to go. Now, generally, when I get a new cast iron pan, I repeat this process three or four times over the course of a few months. After that, it's usually perfect. When do you need to reseason? So, if for some reason you need to use soap on your pan, if a pesky relative was trying to quote unquote be helpful, or if for some reason things are sticking to the pan a lot, you will need to reseason it but it's the exact same process as with a new pan. Cooking with cast iron. Now, the most important thing to remember about cast iron is that it really needs to be preheated. You need to get the pan nice and hot uh, before you use it. Because cast iron is so heavy, it takes a little longer to heat than a stainless steel pan. Now, heating the pan allows the oils in the iron to heat and expand, coating the surface of the pan, thus making it non-stick. Now here's one point of confusion. People hear the word non-stick and they assume they don't need to use oil in the pan when cooking. You absolutely do. Just like with a regular non-stick pan, you still need to add a bit of oil. You'll need less than in a steel pan, but you will need some. And that's it. Those are really the only things you need to be aware of when cooking with cast iron. Heat it and use a bit of oil. Things to look out for. Now because 
cast iron pans are porous, I generally avoid cooking things like curry in them. I suggest you do the same unless you like yellow curry flavored eggs in the morning. Now some people say to stay away from highly acidic foods in cast iron as well, but a few tomatoes aren't going to hurt it. Now, conclusion. My cast iron pans are truly my favorite things in my kitchen. They work perfectly. It took me time and effort to get them to where they are now, but it was time and effort well spent. If you're thinking about getting a cast iron pan, or if you have one and have never really been sure of it, I hope that this helped. I hope that you start using it, because I'm sure that you will fall in love with it when you do. And if you really take care of it, you'll have a family heirloom for generations to come. So there you have it. That's everything I know about cast iron. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. You can tell your friends about it. You can share it. You can rate it. You can even comment on it. Whatever you want to do with it, because it's all for you. I hope that you have a fantastic Friday and a fantastic weekend. I'll be back on Monday with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. What are we talking about on Monday? Uh, We're going to start a new segment on Monday called Half Hour or Less, where we talk about meals that you can make in a half hour or less. And on Monday, we're talking about pork chops with smashed potatoes. So that's pretty exciting. This has been a really long episode for a Friday, but I think there was a lot of valuable information in here, and I hope that you enjoyed it. I'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great weekend.